Bud from Gracia. This is the Rorschach, Georgia update from the 4th of May, 2023. Quick summary of what's going down in Georgia. Start with elections on Thursday, the 29th. Georgia held the midterm and extraordinary elections in 10 municipalities. Five of them, citizens voted for city councils and deputies in Gurjani, Tianeti, Achaltsihe, Tribuli, and Kutaisi. Also, in Sageri and Terjola, citizens elected mayors. In three municipalities, Poti, Sanaki, and Khobi, citizens voted for a member of parliament. According to the preliminary results of the Central Elections Commission of Georgia, the Georgian Dream, or Otsneba candidates, have unsurprisingly won the seats in all 10 municipalities, as the opposition candidate participated only in the parliamentary elections in Potisanaki and Khobi municipalities. What's worth noting is that these elections primarily used electronic counting, which is in preparation for the 2024 parliamentary elections. Natia Yoseliani, the Central Elections Commission spokesperson, said that citizens voted electronically at 117 polling stations. Finally, according to a preliminary assessment of 55 monitors from 12 countries and international organizations and embassies, the elections largely adhered to international standards. Prime Minister Irakli Gharbashvili addressed the Conservative Political Action Committee Conference, or CPAC, in Budapest. For those who don't keep up with U.S. politics, CPAC is an annual conference of the MAGA, Make America Great Again, Republicans, uh, otherwise known as fascists, as they call them in Europe. This group coordinates closely with Viktor Orban, the prime minister of Hungary, the EU head of state, most hated by the European Union leadership. The speech was unremarkable, family values, etc., extremely divisive, the usual. But the fact of his appearance was the clearest way yet of stating that Otsneba does not want Georgia to be a candidate or anywhere near the EU. The advantage of speaking at CPAC is that few Georgians understand what CPAC is or what it means and how clear a signal this is to Brussels that the leadership of Georgia does not want to be in the European Union. We'll continue with some protests and rallies in Tbilisi on Sunday the 30th. The ultra-conservative movement held a rally called Here is Utsnobi at Republic Square under the leadership of well-known aging singer Giat Gacchiladze, otherwise known as Utsnobi. Gacchiladze announced the rally during the Utsnobi's Kidobani TV show on Maestro TV, known for its pro-government and anti-West rhetoric in response to the March demonstrations against foreign agents law initiated by Otsneba. The rally demanded to hold the United National Movement, or Natsebi, accountable, criticized international partners for interfering in Georgian affairs, and called for the neutrality of Georgia, all of which is code for derailment from Georgia's Euro-Atlantic aspirations. The opposition criticized the messages of the ultra-conservative rally because of their anti-Western and pro-Russian intentions, despite some Otsneba members defending the rally for its patriotic goals. Some disagreed. Mamuka Mdinaradze, one of the leaders of Otsneba, said he disagreed with Georgia's neutrality as he sees Georgia as a full member of the EU. On Monday the 1st, parents of children diagnosed with achondroplasia, bone growth disorder that results in dwarfism, once again demanded a meeting with the Minister of Health and Prime Minister to resolve the issue of import and distribution of vosoretide. The Deputy Health Minister called on parents to halt rallies and return to constructive dialogue. However, on Tuesday the 2nd, representatives of the Health Ministry held a meeting with parents. They agreed that together they would work in a coordinating council for the rare disease and find a solution that benefits all sides. Also, 
On Monday the 1st, a group of people protested in front of the Tbilisi city court in support of Lazare Griogadis, who protested on the 7th to the 9th of March rallies. He was detained for allegedly assaulting police officers and destroying state property. However, the Tbilisi city court judge denied the 20,000 lari bail, which is around 8,000 U.S. dollars, offered by lawyers and ruled that he would remain in custody. Speaking of arrest, on Monday, the first counterintelligence department of the State Security Service of Georgia arrested a person for attempting to sell radioactive materials illegally. According to the report, the detainee wanted to sell radioactive material in Poti in exchange for $2 million U.S. million. Later, the results of the radiological examination of the material seized confirmed it contained uranium under Article 230 of the Georgian Criminal Code, which covers illegal handling of radioactive substances. The detainee faces a prison sentence of between five and 10 years. On to international news, on Friday the 28th, the Justice Ministry reported another historic victory in the European Court of Human Rights, or ECHR, against the Russian Federation related to the 2008 war. ECHR ruled that Article 41 of the Convention Regarding Administrative Practices applied to victims of various Russian crimes, including killing civilians torching and looting houses, illegal arrests, torture, inhuman and degrading treatment, and so on. As a result, the European court ordered the Russian state to pay up to 130 million euros to benefit 24,000 Georgian citizens affected by the war, meaning those who were ethnically cleansed. The Ministry of Justice added that despite Georgia no longer recognizing the ECHR ruling, it will continue working with the Committee of Ministers of the Council of Europe to force Russia to comply. Last week, Georgia hosted high-ranking European officials. On Thursday the 27th, Polish Foreign Minister Zbigniew Rao visited Tbilisi. He met his Georgian counterpart, Ilya Darciashvili, President Salome Zurabashvili, and Prime Minister Irakli Kharabashvili. Officials discussed Georgia's EU integration path and bilateral relations, including Poland's unwavering support of Georgia's EU membership. Rao also mentioned the situation of Misha and said Poland would contribute to a constructive solution. On Sunday the 28th, Catherine Colonna, the Minister of Europe and Foreign Affairs of France, arrived in Georgia and held meetings with Georgia's senior officials. Colonna stressed that Georgia's European dream must become a reality. Officials also discussed Georgia's important role in the security of the Black Sea region. Speaking of security, on Tuesday the 2nd, the Defense Ministry issued a statement regarding the country's participation in the multinational exercise Defender 2023, a joint exercise designed to build readiness and interoperability between U.S. and NATO allies and partners. Teona Akubardia, an MP from the opposition Lelo Party, said that Georgia would not participate in NATO exercise and called the moves a gift to the Kremlin that would damage our defense capabilities. However, the ministry said after communicating with U.S. partners, because of their recommendation, uh huh, Georgia wouldn't participate in Defender 2023. So the Americans did it. Huh. On Wednesday the 3rd, the National Democratic Institute, NDI, published its public opinion survey showing that Georgian public views on politics, economy, social issues, Euro-Atlantic integration, and other stuff. First thing to note is that 20% of the respondents would support Otsneba if the parliamentary election were held tomorrow. 5% would support the United National Movement. 6% of those surveyed would vote for other parties. However, 34% of the people surveyed said that they would not vote for any party. Moreover, most Georgians, 35%, believe the country is going in the wrong direction. Traditionally, the absolute majority of Georgians, 82%, approve of Georgia's aspirations to become a member of the European Union. Also, 73% of Georgia's population support Georgia's membership in NATO. 
Also on Wednesday the 3rd, inspired by the ultra-conservative movement rally held on Sunday, which among its demands urged the adoption of a law against, hilariously, LGBT propaganda, Predoningia, MP from, MP from the European Socialist, hilariously, that guy's still around, said that he would draft a bill that would limit LGBT propaganda that, quote, destroys Georgia, the Georgian family, and the state, all three. However, Mamukum Dinaradze, one of Otsneba leaders, said that the government would not support such a law. It may add more water to the radicals' mill. Water to a mill. Members of the opposition described this move as yet another anti-Western policy, like the draft of the so-called foreign agents law, which prevents Georgia from membership in the European Union. Speaking of propaganda, on Wednesday the 3rd, Meta, Facebook's parent company, suspended 80 Facebook accounts, 26 pages, 9 groups, 2 Instagram accounts. The report states the network worked nonstop to boost content that favored Otsneba. This included reposting content from official government pages and pro-government media reports. Additionally, they shared negative opinions about opposition, especially during the recent public protests related to the foreign agents or Russian law proposal in Georgia, which has since been removed. In this week on a musical note, TBC Concept and Eastern Promotions will host the 26th Jazz Festival in Tbilisi's Sheraton Matehi Palace Hotel. Jazz lovers will have an opportunity to enjoy, listen to prominent jazz bands from different countries for three days, starting Tuesday the 9th until Thursday the 11th. Get tickets at tkt.ge. And that's it for this week. Remember, we have a Mastodon account. You can get one with us. Check out our instance at Rorschach.social. You don't know what Mastodon is or want to know more about it, if, especially if you're on Twitter and want to get off like everybody normal, check out the link in the show notes to our Substack on the topic. Nachmandis! Nachmandis!